0: What's up, guys? What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Jean Malika. And your player
1: partner, MJ.
0: And this is episode number 34 of Everything Is Bullshit. So what's good, y'all? We were out last week, of course, in memorial of the great and the late Nixie Hustle, one of the last good crips, you know? Um. So we just had to pay our respects, you know, we watched the celebration of life, of course, and... I know for me, it was a very somber moment. I mean, for you, MJ, like, what were your takeaways? You know, how did you feel about, you know, his celebration of life?
1: I mean, his celebration of life was everything. I mean, it was... I mean, my goodness, Stevie Wonder was there. I Mm -hmm. mean... That's just crazy. The Carters were there. Everybody was there. You know, like, it was just awesome. And it's such a great memorial for such a great person who will definitely leave uh, an amazing legacy. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, y'all, we just want to go ahead and get right into it. Um, Let's talk about our weekend review, guys. So, Beyonce's homecoming. Yes. So, listen, when I say that on all of my feed, be it on IG, be it on Snap, be it on Twitter, literally, this is the talk of the town right now. Yes. So, MJ, have you seen it? I haven't seen it just yet, but
1: I will be seeing it because, you know, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I'm a huge Beyonce
0: fan. Yeah, we know, we know. Well, listen, look, I'm here for it too. I cannot wait to finally just get a chance to view it because that's all I've seen. I'm just like, I feel like, you know, I have FOMO a little bit, but I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be like fantastic. Oh, so. you already know
1: it's going to be amazing. I mean, what? Michelle Obama was commenting Come on, on, on it.
0: Like, so you already um, know like, shit is going
1: to be spectacular.
0: Spectacular, absolutely. Let's, I'm here for it. So let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit. Like, I hate to even bring this oh, dude up, but, gosh. like, I really want to talk about Kodak like being mad, disrespectful. Do we have to? Yeah, we have to because this is what happened this week, you know, like uh. or just recently, actually. So, I mean, last week, of course, or maybe it was the week before last, um, when Nipsey... Uh, died, uh, he was talking mad noise about how like he's going to get a Lauren London, and this and that, and like how, like, oh, like, yeah, uh, what was he calling him? like, he didn't call him, like, by his name. I can't remember what term he was using. I think he was saying, like, dude or something yeah, like that. Yeah, dude. Like something like mad disrespectful. disrespectful. And so he did mm-hmm. that or whatever, and I feel that, honestly, Instagram kind of let him, like, make it. Now, this week, he's going after T.I. for whatever reason. T.I. and T.I.'s children at that. And then he just got arrested at the Canadian border for, what, well, possession of drugs and firearms yes. and a bunch of money? Like, what the <clears throat> heck, man? Like, I mean, what what, what are your thoughts, MJ? Because this is really annoying.
1: Well, my thoughts are, um, as originally, when he made his comments about, you know, Nipsey and his comments about Lauren, it was just like, dude, you're so fucking disrespectful. And I understand he's young and, and may not know better, but... You know, some things, you know, some things you just don't do. You should definitely know better. And to go after Ti and his and his kids, especially, everybody knows how Ti is when it comes to his family. He's right. very, very protective. So it's like, what are you doing, dude? Are you doing this just to get like, just to get attention, it or has to wh- be. what's going on with you? Because you know, I understand, you know, that you thought that it was a good look for you to say that you wanted to holler at Lauren, but that's not a good look in any
0: anybody's eyes at all. Like it's just especially because you look like a roach. Like no, well actually, yeah, it, it it is all shade, but it's like not shade because I'm being for real though. Like. Stop it. Right.
1: And did you really think that you would have a chance with Lauren London?
0: Just because your current girlfriend is cute, believe me, she's there for your money. I'm sure not it's for your- She's only there for your money. Yeah, I'm sure it's not for your great personality and looks, honey. Right. So, because both of them suck right now.
1: Exactly. Because, so, I mean, you look like you stink, to be honest with you. right? Right. And it was just mad disrespectful, so- I hope he gets it together. I mean, I'm not really a huge Kodak Black fan, to be honest with you. I probably have liked maybe one, two songs of his. Right. But, um, yeah, he
0: needs to stay in his place. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Definitely. So, let's go ahead and get into Wendy Williams and Kevin Hunter. Finally, Wendy Williams. She has officially called it quits with her, um, well, now ex-husband or whatever. You know, he or she kept on saying, like, you know, on all the blogs and on her TV show that, you know, they were going to stay together and this and that and how, you know, she's still wearing her wedding ring. But now she's officially called it off. She has Charlemagne the guy, trying to take her out probably to, you know, reconnect because I think they haven't spoken in a while because of this man or whatever. So, like, now... Here we go. She is now a single woman taking care of herself, I believe, you know?
1: I mean, she was taking care of herself to begin with. Right. I mean, he wasn't really contributing to to anything. She was the breadwinner, so... But but not
0: even that. Like, my thing is, like, mm -hmm. literally taking care of herself because she was on drugs. And I want to say it's because of this relationship, you know? Oh, yeah. It was probably, you know, annoyingly difficult. So, it drove her to do, you know, the drugs that she did do or whatever. So, I feel like she's finally able to take care of herself mentally and emotionally, Definitely. you know, and Loki maybe even physically, because she looked kind of crazy. <laughs> maybe even physically, she can take care of herself, you know? What? What did I say? Oh, she look kind of crazy. She do look kind of crazy. What you mean? I do
1: At any rate, you know, it's good to get out of a toxic relationship and move on with your life and be happy. Right. Because apparently, this guy was very, very disrespectful. Oh, my God. From, you he know, a, from the jump, from A to Z. So, it's just like... You know, whenever you're in a toxic relationship, it's kind of, I know that it is hard to see that it is toxic until you step away and step out of it and be like, mm, that was toxic. Right. So, kudos to her.
0: Right. Absolutely. And last but not least, I do want to touch base on Guava Island. Um, Of course, the famous, wonderfully brilliant Donald Glover, as well as the beautiful, immaculately looking Rihanna, Um, they were together in this film called Guava Island that Amazon Prime is actually, um, showing. Um, and I heard it was amazing. I haven't seen that either, but I do want to watch it. It's on my list. But I heard it's really, really good. It's a very feel-good thing, a feel-good movie. And my thing is, if Uncle Rush commented on it, it has to be good. And I saw him comment on it on guava island so it has to be something so cute you know right I'm, i mean I'm,
1: I'm really interested in seeing how how uh how it is right i, I didn't really even know anything about it until yeah. recently so yeah like i don't even know what it's even about i'm, I'm just i know i've just seen donald glover like dancing, dancing in, front of, in, yeah, in front of rihanna yeah. and rihanna like looking okay you right. know so i'm very interested in seeing you know the 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 actual uh i guess it's a little a little a little movie right
0: like a mini movie a or mini something. movie yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: so very interested in and in definitely we will report back on you know how great it is right because i heard sure that it it w- i heard that it was really good yeah so you know i'm down anything to me anything that donald glover touches
0: turns to gold i mean a- I atl so is just awesome so. i think so too I think that this will probably be a winner as well. Wait, you mean ATL or Atlanta? Because uh, ATL is a movie. I'm sorry, not ATL. Atlanta. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Atlanta. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so is everything that he does good? Because if it was that good, you would have uh, remembered the name. Atlanta was really good. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Look ATL at was it. good too, you know. Yeah, but that's not Donald Glover. So. <laughs>
1: but ATL was good too. Hmm.
0: Well, all right, y'all. That was our weekend Review. And coming up next, we're going to be talking about... Future planning, um, more in-depth, goal setting, and just basically how we're going to utilize this Nipsey energy so that his death will not be in vain. So that's coming up next, guys. So stay tuned. Stay
1: tuned. be everything i want to be so i'm gonna be what i want to be and say i'm gonna be i'm gonna be i'm gonna be i'm, I'm gonna be everything
0: i want to be all right guys so, so we are back be and be before and we say, left you know for be, the be, break I'm we talked be, about basically just how we are going to better plan for the future to ensure that All of the things that people have left before us aren't being taken in vain. You know, like with Nipsey Hussle's recent passing and with social media being social, um, literally the black world as a collective and of course other people who really felt Nipsey's music, um, they're all getting on this train of, oh, I got to ensure that I do for, you know, my fellow brother, my fellow sister, my community, for my family, like, I have to do things to ensure that they're good. And, you know, how this, you know, again, social media day and age is. You know, everything's a hashtag for a little bit. Everything's, like, you know, a movement for a little bit. And everything kind of, like, you know, fizzles out and it dies. And, you know, there's a saying, and I can't remember how it goes. Correct me if I'm wrong, MJ, but it's, like, give, give me my flowers when I'm alive. Right. Or whatever. And my thing is that people, like... Like, I know me personally, I knew what Nipsey was doing prior to his death because I'm woke like that. I like activist type shit. Like, that's like what I like to know about. However, I wasn't like heavy into his music. Like, his music uh, before Victory Lap was all right to me. But Victory Lap was absolutely amazing. Um, but what was more important to me was what he was doing in his community and the fact that he didn't leave his community like a lot of people Leave or whatever. And then um, I saw something um, on the internet the other day and it was like a picture of like David Banner and Killer Mike. And I've been following David, David Banner, excuse me, for like ever. And I'm in love with his activism as well. And Killer Mike, I've been following him recently um, maybe like, I don't know, maybe in the past, like two years, but he's been doing a lot, like prior to just the two years of me knowing him, but I just say all this. And then of course, like, you know, like we have like Angela Rye, she's doing things for the black community. She's a strong voice. We have Mark Lamont Hill, you know, just like, wait, no, Mark Lamont, Mark Lamont Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the last thing. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So we have all these people who are like doing things and it's like, Hey, and even like smaller causes, like, you know, like, I mean, or like the, like, not like the super big figureheads that we see, you know, we have a bunch of people who are black and who are brown, who are doing things in their community and who are striving for change. And we shouldn't allow their efforts to be put in vain. You know, like I'm sure Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and all those people before us and like the slaves who built this country, I'm sure they're all rolling over in their graves because they literally laid down their lives to ensure that we, as a people right now, wouldn't have to go through the same trials and tribulations, even though the system is built for us to go through the same trials and tribulations, but we can't overcome that. So with that being said, um, MJ, I know you and I, we talked about this a little bit earlier today, but I have a dope-ass mentor who literally, like he sat me down and he was like, look, we have got to plan out your life because the top 1%, the people who are the most successful, literally they write out their shit. They have a legitimate plan for their life. They make sure that they focus on that plan. They stick to the plan and they carry on with these beautiful lives. And some of these people are, aren't people who are all like, you know, like, like the fake ass elite, like Donald Trump or whatever. It's like real ass people. who started from nothing who became something successful because they focused, you know, like, i.e. like Diddy, you know, he was nothing. He focused. He got to where he's at. Uh, Jehovah, we can't forget, you know, like Mr. Sean Carter, he's out here doing big things. Meek Mill, like, you know, all these people, like literally they all had a plan. So that's what we're going to talk about today, guys so mj like for you like do like are you a planner like how important do you think planning is
1: well i think that planning is um is very important i there's for me i'm i'm twofold you know sometimes in my life i can be a planner and then sometimes in my life i like to be very spontaneous and i think more of like more of my personal life is spontaneous but when it comes to me, you know, handling my business and all of that, it's more of a planned out, you know, I'm always thinking of, well, if I do this, either A will happen or B will happen. And I think that I execute better when there's a plan in, in line for, with me, you know, so um, it just depends on which, which aspect of my life that you're looking at.
0: Right. Okay. So. What I've been told and also like with like the literature like that I've read on like major planning and things like that, like there's basically like five areas of your life. Like you have your financial, you have your, um, what is it, your financial, your health and like your wellness, like your uh, mental stability. Mm-hmm. You have career, you have um, relationships, and then you have, oh, there's one more other one. It's like mental and health career. Oh, physical. I believe. Yeah, that's physical. So the thing is, is that everybody has a different plan for how they want to look like physically, their mm-hmm. physical fitness, their health, and you know, how they want to live financially, Um, you know, how they want their relationships to go, how much money, you know, they want to have, like, everybody has something that's different. But don't you feel like this is something that needs to intertwine? Like as a whole, like, I feel like since everything is like different in different categories, but should this not be like something that's whole in its entirety, you know, cause you mentioned separating your business from your personal, how in your personal life, you're more spontaneous, but in your business life, you have a plan. Right. But Because those are both big, important aspects of your lives. Shouldn't they both be kind of planned out?
1: I think to a degree, um, things can be planned out, but then there's other, other things that I believe that shouldn't be planned out and, and, um, should be spontaneous, but yeah, definitely intertwined within, within each other, because I feel like sometimes like when you have a, an ultimate goal, when you have something, when you've written something down on paper and, you, and you've and you said this is what you want to achieve, I think that it's better it, you, you're able to focus on it uh, more clear. Right. You know, as if you were just throwing it out there and being like, okay, I want to do this today, you know?
0: Hmm. So what do you say to the people who, like, because like, like yourself, you're kind of like half and half, but it seems like you more so lean on the side and uh, like, yeah, basically on the side of, yeah, let me plan this out so I can focus or whatever. What do you say to the people who have just kind of, you know, rolled in the winds of life, but they've still become successful? Like, you know, what what do you say to those people who don't plan at all? They just kind of are like very laissez-faire and they just do whatever it is and they just get to wherever they get.
1: Mm, I think that, I mean, I can see how that could happen because, you know, there's always a degree of, you know, uh, uh, of, I wouldn't say luck cause I don't really believe in luck, but a degree of like just being, uh, d- just being blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that for the majority of people, it, it, it is more helpful to have goals and to write them down and to be able to focus on what you want to accomplish. I All think right. that in, in general, most people, they do need that, um, that, that clarity, that focus in order to achieve the goals that they want to achieve in life.
0: So do you think that we, as a people, we have that clarity and that focus to No, no okay. we
1: don't have that. And that, I think that's one of the, the bad things about, um, us is that we don't, a lot of us don't have that, those skills of planning, um, you know, of being able to achieve our goals through planning. Right. And I think that, that's one thing that we do lack as a people
0: i totally agree because i feel like white people they always have a fucking plan like they always, always have a have fucking a plan. plan bro like when i tell you like they plan their shit and they execute and it they execute that's what they do and that that is like, and and we just, do. we and,
1: and and not all of us are like that not all of us don't plan but uh, a lot of us don't i mean uh, some of us don't plan and as a people i think that we don't plan and execute like we should, because we have the, we have the, all the means in the world to, to, you know, plan and execute and achieve our goals. But I don't think that sometimes we have the structure um, to sit there and actually write them down and, and, and make sure that, you know, this goal is achieved and then that one and the next.
0: Okay. Well, I I definitely feel you on that. Absolutely. I completely agree. And to me, I'm trying to figure out like the basis of why we lack that. Cause you hit like a good point to me. Like you said, like, you know, we have everything capable, like within our hands to plan. Like we may not have all the resources, like we may not have all the advantages that like, you know, our white counterparts have, but at the end of the day, you, you can find a piece of paper, you can find a pen, you can write shit down and you can work towards it. But like, to me, I feel that it's not that easy, if that makes sense. Like I feel that, and I I know I may make some people like upset, but it's just it's just how I feel. I feel like sometimes like religion hinders us because we don't plan for the future because we always put everything in God's hands.
1: Oh my you goodness! Know? Yes, I, I I believe that totally. I think that you know a lot of us, um, me included, um, was raised that you should pray about it. Right. You know, and, and I'm not saying that prayer doesn't work because I'm here as a living testimony to let you know that prayer does work. It does, but preparation is
0: also needed for that prayer to work. The preparation is also needed for that prayer to work. Say that five times (laughs) fast. Preparation is also needed for that prayer to work. (laughs) Preparation is also needed for that prayer to work. Preparation is also needed for that prayer to work. Uh, uh, Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, I think that, um, preparation is needed, Um, and sometimes, you know, it's just something that we aren't brought up to do. Right. And, um, you just have to, you know, the, the, the positive mental of one is very, is very powerful, you know, putting things to, you know, calling them out and saying, I'm going to get that job. I'm going to be successful. This is how I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I think that we, we, we definitely fail on that particular aspect, you know, Absolutely, but we can do it, but we do fail on that aspect.
0: Absolutely. I'm right there with you because me, like, like today, for example, my mentor, he asked me like, you know, so in five years, you know, like, how do you see your, you know, financial situation? And I said, I want to be financially free. And he was all like, uh, what does that look like? like? (laughs) Exactly. Because financially free for some people could be like, Oh, I want to be able to, say, for my child's college. Right. Or, oh, I want to be able to take one trip a year. Right. Or, oh, I want my net worth to be, you know, Mm $100,000. Like, you know, everybody's version of financially, or somebody's version is like, I want to be debt-free. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I just don't want to have no more debt. But I can Mm -hmm. be broke because I paid all my debt down, but I just don't want any debt. Yeah. So everybody's version is different. So, like, how you said, like, being, like, specific, like, the specificity of not only calling things out, but being like, yo, I want to do this. And this is how I wanna do this. This is when I wanna do this. And if I if this doesn't work by this time, this is my plan next to do whatever else next, you know? Yes. Like I, I absolutely agree with you, MJ. Like we as a people, we just lack that 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 structure. I like, we, we absolutely we lack do. that structure. Definitely. So like with that being said, I feel like the best way to even like begin this process is like you have to figure out like your values, like what is important to you. You know, you and I we had a conversation uh, the other day, and I actually I said, so you know, what is important to you? Like, what are your values? And I feel that your values are the core basis to structure how you'll plan your life, how you'll plan your goals. You know, all the things that you want to aspire to do. Right. You know. And like, so, okay, for example, can you give us maybe like three of your values and why they are, why they are your values and how they kind of structure you to live your life and your goals for the future?
1: Um, Well, I think that three of my values, um, definitely the first one is honesty. Um, And I think that the way that that works is that I believe that in life, I mean, to be successful, you, you really do. I know a lot of people aren't honest, but I think that it's, it's something that, i i uh want in my life i want honesty in my life because right. i don't want to have to sit there and pretend to be someone that i'm not okay. so it's very
0: important for me to be honest and then um, do you require that same honesty from people I around do, you i really okay. do
1: you know like i can't be around a bunch of liars like right. it's just too much for me um but uh and then the second thing is respect man is this not like one of the pinnacle things that i require in my life i believe that in order to give respect, you have to, you have to get respect, right. You know, and vice versa. And I think that it's very important in life that you be respectful to others and they be respectful to you. Right. I I just, I just believe in that. And, um, third, I would say that, um, my value would be, um, I would say just, you know, staying true to myself, you know, living in my truth Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times, you know, growing up and everything and being um, gay and everything, it was very hard to be myself. Right. And I really, really, um, I, I think that it's so important for me to give you my entire truth and not just a part of it, but the entire truth, you know, you may not like gay people and that's fine, but, I'm gay and that's just how I, how it is. you know. So do you
0: feel like that overlaps with you being honest too? Because I feel like that's the same thing. Your honesty and your truth
1: well, tie in together. It does tie in together, but it's not entirely the same thing because me being my honesty is something that I expect for people to give me as well as I give them me living in my truth is me being the person that I am through and through like, I am a gay woman
0: and you and require somebody to be true and honest to you as well. Right? Well, I do, but I, somebody I don't living in their truth so that you, don't, would hope, so you won't would, be surprised would hope, and bamboozled. I
1: would hope, but for me, it's more important that I live in my truth because for so long I hadn't lived in my truth. So I think that that's very important. It's very important for me. Like it's it, I mean, as far as someone else presenting themselves as whatever, That's that's on them. Right. But it's important for me to live in my truth.
0: Hmm. Okay. And so how does that shape like what your plans are for the future? Like how how does that uh, align with that? Because like, so for example, I'll give you a couple of mine, like one of mine, uh, is to be a closer. You know, I want to finish what I start. you know, I want to see things through and I don't want to half-ass anything like that all encompasses being a closer and, Another one that I'm, um, or that like or another one of my values that I'm really, really, really uh, feeling is just having um, connection. And when I say connection, like I want to be fully engage, engaged. Excuse me, in whatever it is that I do, and whomever it is that I connect with, that I care about. You know, like I don't want to half-ass my relationship with someone. You know, I don't want to be in a situation to where they don't feel like I'm giving my all to them. And I want to ensure that they're giving their all to me, you know? Right. right. And then another one that I have, um, just like you, like, respect. Like, you know, I want to be able to respect myself enough, not to take anyone's bullshit. And also, I want the people around me to, you know, respect themselves, too. To where if I'm out of line, you call me out on my shit, too. So I won't disrespect you. Right. So my thing about that is, is that how I'm kind of, and, and this is just three. I have I have a list of about like 13 values and I'm trying to kind of sit and plan and put it into like a prettier package because I feel like some of them overlap, like how I was telling you about your truth and your honesty, that kind of overlaps. You know, one mm-hmm. can be a overarching one and the other one's like a sub True. value or whatever. But for me, how I'm going to like implement this like within my life is that like, so being a closer and finishing what I start or whatever, I would like to ensure that, And then, also, with me being um, or having a connection or whatever, everything that I want to do, I want it to be truly real, authentic, clean, and like impactful, if that makes sense. You know, I want it to be done to the best of its abilities. And then, also, you know, like again, with the respect, I feel like if I respect myself and I respect others, it'll allow for me to be able to fully connect with people and connect with my work. And of course, close and finish all that I'm starting and doing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm like, you know, saying like, how are you going to like put that into your future, like what you're trying to do?
1: Well, I think that the way that I put that into my future, as far as incorporate my goals, is I think that um, because what I want to what I want to do um, is I, I do want to be successful, but with for me being successful also means also to me means, uh, being in, uh, being respectful, you know, being honest in my truth. Um,
0: so basically getting your success in a non slimy, grimy way.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to be that, you know, I I do want to, I do want to be successful, but I don't want to like, um, for all, I, 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 guess, you know like sleep my way to the top yeah
0: you don't want to make like deals with the devil right you exactly i don't honest... want to sell my soul yeah you know or or comp
1: or, or compromise, compromise integrity. my integrity mm-hmm. or comp- compromise you know who i am like you're not going to see me be successful um and you're not going to see me be successful by putting on a skirt and you know sucking dick
0: oh my gosh you're to <laughs> put on a skirt and suck some dick <laughs> girl uh, girl uh, so that's not going to
1: happen i am oh going gosh. to be i'm going to be me and that's oh how i mean if that's you too i mean whatever <laughs> listen
0: listen you can do what you want honey be be honest and true to yourself is that at not one rate, of your one of your values
1: no at any rate All right, you're not going to see me do that you're not going to see me compromise myself um And and, in my sexuality as far as to, to, to obtain, obtain success. So I think that's basically what, how my goals will encompass, you know, my, my, my values. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, see, definitely. I appreciate you for like sharing that. And I hope you guys definitely got something from me sharing mine as well, just so you guys can see how important, like your values are to kind of like outline your goals. And I know that. Nipsey, he had his own values. He had his own goals. And I feel like he hit every one of them because he stuck to his plan. He, I mean, in all most of his music or whatever, he talks about how he's literally living the shit that he wrote. Like, you know, like he's living, like, you know, the dreams and the goals that he laid out for himself and that he literally put on paper. He would look at that whole every day. He would strategize, make sure that he was on that path. And when he would kind of veer off course, he would still pivot back to stay the course you know and when you're staying the course like I mean like that shit is difficult like I know one thing that I've learned from you MJ personally is like you know you you, like like you have to finish like it's not going to be easy you can take alternate routes to get there but it doesn't matter what you really have gone through so long as you get to your destination Exactly. and as long as you're not sucking dick in a skirt right (laughs) Right. Okay. You know it. Okay. You know, Perfect. unless that's
1: what you wanna do. And yeah, that's I mean, what of you, course. And that's, that's unless that's what you enjoy. Yeah, but me no personally, harm, no foul. you know, I'm not getting down like that. At all,
0: all right. All right. Listen. Well, you heard it here first. She's not getting down like that in a skirt second deck. MJ's not <laughs> gonna do that. Absolutely not. But yeah, like so okay, so what would we say would be the next step. So like, you know, you do your values list or whatever, and then like you write out your plan. And what I've been told is is that like the best plan that you can do or like in respect to like um like a number, like you always want to go out no more than 5 years. Some people they take it to 10 years, but I feel like that's a lot, but 5 years and then you break down that 5 years into year 1, you know, and then of course that year 1 into legitimate 12 months and then of course your 52 weeks. And then, of course, your daily. And now you have a full-blown plan. And overall, what you're supposed to do is just be as specific as possible so you can know when you're hitting what you're supposed to hit. And basically, when it feels good, like when you feel good about your plan, you're good to go. You can start living it, you right. know? exactly. And it's going to take multiple times. Like, I've been working on my life plan uh, overall for for, let's see, at the end of last year till now, so what about four, five months or whatever? So I'm I'm still working on it. So it's not an easy feat, but once you figure out your core values, you can figure out how you can live in your purpose and in your life, and then it'll allow you to have that plan so that you can set yourself up for success. Like again, like the most successful people, like I mean, from the Carters to Oprah to, I mean, Pac, even though Pac is not with us no more. Like they all had a plan, you know, like Big Sean. Like, I mean, they all have a plan and they stick to the plan. Plain and simple. So for you, MJ, what are you going to do to ensure that you keep Nipsey's legacy alive? And and we don't even have to say Nipsey. If they're, I mean, all, all the people who passed before you, who laid out a path, to allow you to live in your truth, to allow you to, you know, strive and get these certain things. It can even be like, I mean, your mother, your father. Like, I mean, like, how, what do you want to do to ensure that these people's legacies aren't in vain?
1: I mean, well, I would say that definitely set goals and uh, and achieve them. And and even with uh, the goals that I do set and achieve, I think that what is important in my life as well as you know. I believe that being successful is important in, in my life, but as but also helping others. I think that that's very important. And I, I definitely, seeing, you know, seeing uh, the passing of Nipsey and, and getting more, you know, getting more uh, educated about how he did help the community, that makes me really want to, you know, help my own community and help others as far as, especially kids, you know, growing up and being gay and, you know, knowing that, you know, knowing that I've been through that struggle too and letting them know that, you know, it does get better. Um, I think that it's very important to help the youth, you know. So I think that that's how I would, that's how I will actually be, um, you know, living living that legacy, um, remembering them as far as, you know, giving back to the community and helping others.
0: Hmm. Okay. I'm definitely going to hold you to that. And I would hope that you would hold me to mine as well. I know for me personally, um, I am going to just ensure that, well, first off, like, I, I have like my big major overarching goal. And of course that is to help black and brown youth. Um, it's to help um, women who have, um, of course, been in abusive relationships who have been raped and also um, black and brown youth who are undergoing major mental illnesses like depression, um, like um, what is it called? Um, like panic attacks, uh, things like that, because that stuff is real. And as a community, we need to realize that it's not like uh, white people's disease is not something that can be prayed away, not saying that prayer does not work. Please don't twist my words. What I'm saying is, is that, you know, God, he created people who in turn created these occupations who in turn are here to assist you should you be going through whatever. So therapy for all is truly just that therapy for all. Mm -hmm. There's multiple things that you can do to ensure that your mental, you know, that your mental well-being is taken care of. So and then also like I'm really like wanting to get into like, you know, like holistic like you know like care for your body like you know uh the like good food for your body like let your food be thy medicine like thy medicine be thy food um you know just things like that but like I'm starting like you know like baby 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 like you know like one thing that I'm doing every single day is I'm truly making it a point to talk to my fellow brothers and sisters. If I'm in the gym, as much as I hate talking to people in the gym because then they go on a tangent, they start talking to you, and don't even get me started on niggas. It's like, look, I'm not trying to talk to you, nor do I want your attention like that. I'm really just trying to be your sister, and you're my brother. Hello, king. Now you respond, hello, queen. And let me go back to this elliptical machine. Or let me get back on these squats, okay? So chill out. But basically, I'm just saying all this because my goal is just to say, hi to everybody who is black or brown right now that's me starting off small and i just gonna it's just gonna continue to expound from there because if we don't take care of one another who's going to like like they have shown us and proven to us that they don't really care about us michael jackson said that whole back in the day in the 80s you know like malcolm x he said that whole back in the day in like what like the 60s 70s i mean like so it's like how many more times do you got to hear it like they don't care about you They're not going to, like, help you. Like, we can only help and save ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's why, you know, white people, they tripping right now. And they love Trump right now because he's trying to restore the, quote, unquote, natural order, the old way of things. Because they know that we're starting to unite. And once we unite, like, for real, like, nothing they can do is going to be able to stop us. But we just got to unite. So... That's my little spill. Um, definitely. I hope that you find the courage to begin to plan for your future because it is hard and it is um, a little bit scary. But just remember that the same feeling that you get when you're scared literally is the same um, psychological and the same neurological experience that you're feeling when you're excited. Right. Like legitimately when you're scared, the same triggers in your brain, in your heart, everything like that goes off as if you're excited as well so just change that fear into excitement be excited about your future be excited about planning be excited about what could be because literally you have a lot of amazing or amazing things coming up so guys coming up next we are going to be talking about what we can't say on the internet as well as a question of the day that we got from one of our listeners so stay tuned guys stay tuned I'm gonna be, oh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be,
1: I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. And when these bitch ass motherfuckers told me that I wasn't gonna be, everything that I see, I went home and said, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be. Come money that these bitch ass said I wasn't gonna see, gonna see.
0: So, guys, we are back now with what we can't stand on the Internet, and I just want to go ahead and get into it. Mr. Trump, you know I don't like you. That's never been a surprise for me. Um, Never a surprise. Right. However, Trump and other dummy billionaires, they are donating to Notre Dame. Um, You know, it's this church in, what, Perry, that recently has been burning down. And the fact that these billionaires can truly put all their money together and save an entire large historic Catholic church. But people in the rest of the world are starving. They're hungry. Um, we don't have clean water in Flint right now for people to drink. Um, also Puerto Rico is still underneath water and it's part of the U S and, um, I don't know. People are still dying from lead poisoning and, uh, I don't know. Black churches are being burnt in this country and, uh, I don't know. Black people are being slaughtered left and right, and, and there's uh, still homeless I don't people. know. And there's still homeless and there's people. There's still
1: kids that go without food, every and there's day. still
0: kids in containment camps in the border or Preach. by the border. Preach. So I'm just a little bit confused as to why Trump he can, you know, quickly comment on this and want to, you know, administer aid and blah blah blah, even though. He he sounded kind of crazy when he made like one comment about the burning um of the church. He sounded like a psycho. Um but when when doesn't he sound like a psycho? God, this is honestly brutal. honestly like I just cannot stand it cuz it's pissing me off so much that literally like there's so many other ills that are happening in society and moreover happening right here on our own home front and still no cares in the world.
1: None at all, you know? Like I don't know why I don't know when I heard about the church burning I was like oh yeah that's bad but when people start donating money and shit is still wrong at home right I just tend to just like wonder you know where where's your head at right. like why is this a priority but you know black people being murdered senselessly is not a priority you know yeah. children being in containment camps and Held in
0: wind. and they're dying in there too. People yeah. are dying in those yeah. camps,
1: you know. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't know why this is a high priority and why people rushed to this whole this whole tragedy. Right. When I say tragedy with air quotes.
0: So, oh yeah. my gosh. Wow. Oh, well, but it's it's just like that. Um, the second thing that I cannot see on the internet right now, um, of course, again, I cannot get off of Nipsey, every day I think about Nipsey, like, I swear, like, I do, like, his death, his passing really got me completely shaken up, um, definitely woke me up a lot more, but, um, I say all that because, as you know, like, people, they're selling the things that were free at his celebration of life online for, like, exorbitant prices because this man, he's now dead and gone, and I don't think that's right. I know for a fact he wouldn't have wanted it to be that way, he wouldn't have wanted people to buy his stuff that was for free at such high rates, you know, at that. You know?
1: <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like, I was looking online and I saw that the program that was free, when you went to the memorial, people were selling it for $3,000, $5,000. Like, even before then, the memorial tickets that were free, right? people were selling them for five hundred dollars, right? Like, are you fucking serious? Like, this is just ridiculous. Like, it—that's not how you continue his legacy.
0: You—you you really
1: don't like. Th- that's not what he said. That's not what he was saying about you know, make a million dollars while you're young. Yeah, that's, that's not what he was talking what about. What he was
0: referring to. Yeah. Trust me, that wasn't what he was talking about when he said all money in. You right, know, like, right. If-
1: he wasn't talking about that.
0: So like, no when- money out.
1: Like mm-hmm. you, like I just. I don't know. I guess some people are just opportunists and that's just how it is. But nonetheless, wrong is wrong. And that's definitely wrong.
0: Absolutely. And y'all, that's it. You know, for me, my my list was pretty short uh, this week about what I can't say on the internet. But um, on a different note, so we're going to introduce um, our question of the week, actually. So we had a listener who actually posed a question to us and she wanted us to discuss it. So Here's the question, and here we go, guys. So our question of the week is, when did you realize that you were black? So for me, this question, it was, I mean, I I kind of chuckled at it at first, but I was like, yo, like... That's like a true question. That's like, a legit
1: question. Like, yeah, like, no it's like, lie. like, it's
0: not like I wonder, like, if white people like stop me. Like, oh, I'm white. She, I don't have anything to worry about. I don't have like, to like I know, up. like, uh, what's our girl's name? Uh, L- Lori Laughlin or whatever her name is. Uh, come on, now. She's like, I'm white. I'm a white woman in America. <laughs> I'm not going to jail. <laughs> I can send my kid to school ten I can thousand do times whatever over. I want. Yes, like you know, same thing with like Kim Kardashian West. You know, she's now a lawyer, Kim Kardashian West Esquire. Like, you know, how it's the coming up. Does that happen? You know, It's because she's white and she knows it. I'm going to wield my white power because I know it. So my thing is is that, yeah, that is a legit question. For me, I knew that I was black. I'll never forget this. It was when I was in elementary school because it was me and only one other black girl there. Her name was Chika. And I didn't know at the time that she was Nigerian too because her name was Chika. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you're Chika, you know. And I'm me and we're both Niger. But I didn't understand at the time. The only thing I knew was that she looks like me. Everybody else looks like a snowman. <laughs> so, with that being said, I'm clearly... Not a snowman. Yes, a snowman. Like, so, clearly, I am not... Like, like, we are not the same. Like, we are the same because we're both the human race, but we're not the same because we're, we're not. not. Like, we're not the same, you know? <laughs> so, that's when I figured it out. Um, And when I did figure that out, like, I was truly conscious of, while like, all my friends are white. All the like, like boys that like I have like crushes on, like in elementary school, like what, like I was like second grade or like third grade or whatever. I was like, oh, like you know, like like it just it truly like just boggles my mind about how number one you can remember that it was such a long time ago when I've had so many other experiences past that, but number two the fact that uh, like some schools like still to this day aren't even. Like, they're not properly, um, what's the word? Not, not not, segregated. Integrated. There we go. Integrated. You yes. know, with, like, different races. Like, I didn't meet more black people until I got into middle school, actually. So, that mm. whole time, yeah, my whole elementary school experience was very white. Wow. Yeah. That's
1: interesting. What about you? Girl, I always knew I was black. Oh, okay. Always. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, I, I grew up... Um, on a black name I grew up on a predominantly black name in a predominantly black neighborhood right um, but I went to private school for the majority of my life mm. so when you go to I went to a private Catholic school actually mm-hmm. and so on the block everybody looked like me mm. going to school every day there was probably like one person that looked like me and everybody else was white. Oh. The teachers were white. The nuns were white. Not the nuns. Yeah, the <laughs> father, he was white. So I knew pretty young, you know, that I was black. And um, I think that when I really, really knew that, I mean, I don't, I don't remember any type of racism growing up um, that I can remember. Right. Um. But um, I, I just always known. Like, I mean, because you know i was always you know one of the only black kids in my class right
0: same so you just know you, you just know? know like
1: yep. <laughs> you know you don't have the same hair that i yeah. have mhm oh i really knew i was black when we would go to we would go swimming like at the end of the year. We would go on these swimming trips, and <laughs> my black ass would get in the water and thinking that that little cap would you know make sure that my hair wouldn't be looking crazy at the end of the of the day. My hair always looks crazy <laughs> at the end of the day. While these hoes was walking around with their hair looking all like they just wet doggish. yeah, like yeah, they just stepped out dog. of a, a a shampoo commercial,
0: mm. you know. I think more like a puppy commercial. Shampoo commercial. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, like, my hair was
1: okay. looking like Afro. Like, I, I, rock, I rock rough and stuff with my Afro pup. Oh, Dang. no. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Definitely knew then.
0: Ah. Oh, jeez, man. It's just <laughs> so crazy. Like, I'm definitely for sure going to ensure that um, my kids, they... Um, They know, like, the worth of their skin, and they know that, yeah, like, they are brown. They are great. They are wonderful. Um, Just because it's important, because I I wouldn't say that, like, that necessarily like shape me in a poor manner but it's just like yeah like whoa like i'm black what (laughs) i didn't know but now i know because look like we look alike you know like it's so crazy Right. but y'all anyways like that um that is our show um i don't know if mj has a quote of the week but oh okay well mj go ahead take us out with the quote of
1: the week and honestly you know my quotes probably for the next few episodes will be nipsey hustle related because you know you know it's still in memory of him the marathon still motherfucking continues no doubt so um here we go so this is from nipsey hustle and he said my thing is that i don't give no person that much power over my path that i'm walking not one person can make or break what i'm doing except me or god and that's facts
0: See you guys? So you gotta stay on the course. Like make sure that you have your plan, make sure that you have your path and you stick to it. Even if you veer off or whatever, it's okay. Recalibrate, repivot. Get back on course and do what you need to do. Right. And like that, guys, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. We just so appreciate it, guys. Keep your questions coming because that was kind of fun. We really did enjoy that. So definitely, guys, again, thank you so much for listening. And with everything that is going on in the world, you know, our job is to definitely sift through all of that to make sure that we get to the basics because at the end of the day, we all know that everything is bullshit. Bye, guys. The
1: marathon continues, motherfucker
0: oh yeah oh yeah